0: The Shep Nass podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas podcast, the podcast at Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ, and we're expecting great things. My name is Joey. I'm the host of this podcast today. I'm joined by Pastor Shelley, and we are in a kind of intermittent series talking about the 33 things happen. When you accept Jesus as your personal Savior, the things that happen to your identity from before to after that decision's happened, and she is here to talk about our next one. So, Pastor Shelley, welcome in.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Good to be together. Yeah. We've done this in a minute.
0: Yeah. It's good to have you. So, Thank you. go for it. Turn your loose.
1: Yeah. So, we are going to take a look at 1 Corinthians 6, and specifically verse 17, but whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. And so I, I looked at that verse, and I'm like, "Wow, that's a great verse. Let's put it in context." And so I began to look at the rest. of It wasn't
0: near. It was not near as fun once you well put you, it into context.
1: <laughs> so I was like, "Pastor, am I allowed to say this word?" Um, so this is actually in a in a passage where where Paul is talking about sexual immorality, and so this verse standing alone. Um, has meaning, but when you put it into context of the day and what was going on in the church of Corinth, it really helps clarify. So we're going to go back and look at a little of that, if that's okay. So starting at verse 15, Paul is talking to the church in Corinth. He says, "'Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself?' "'Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute?' "'Never.'" Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two shall become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. So I think, um, interestingly, if you look back at that day in the city of Corinth, there was just no shame. I mean, gross immorality was the norm mm-hmm. of the day. The attitude of the people towards immorality—it um, just involved no condemnation. It was actually considered just a normal part of their life. So, um, <laughs> the, the unfortunate thing is the same loose attitude infiltrated into the church, mm-hmm. and so the people in Corinth who were also like elites of the city, the high society, um, and they're—they're, they're, you know, becoming spiritually awoke. Awoke is that a word? Awakened, <laughs> and they're they're becoming part of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to learn these things, but they're still kind of living some of these past life things, and so they respond, "Well, I have the right to do anything." Mm-hmm. And Paul responds, "Well, you may have the right, but is it beneficial? Mm-hmm. You know, you might be have the right, but is it right?" So. They're using this this excuse for their sexual sin and mm-hmm. Paul's saying, No, that's not gonna that's not gonna fly. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Paul's saying that this sin, the sexual sexual immorality, is a sin that not only affects yourself, you're sinning against another person mm-hmm. by by uniting with them, mm-hmm. but even more so you're you're sinning against your spouse, if you're married, you're sinning against other people. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty serious thing.
0: On Friday evening, June 16th, we
1: are kicking off a new encompassed sisterhood ministry. We are inviting all of the ladies of all ages to gather here for a coffee bar, charcuterie boards. And information about this new ministry. And for you guys, the Saturday before Father's Day is that's June 17th, we'll be putting out a breakfast spread for you. Our own chef Gerald Barker will be whipping up lots of protein and carbs to get you through the weekend. Be here
0: at eight thirty AM for that. So when you say that, what you know, if it's just my action, how does that affect other people? Like what how would my sin affect others?
1: So so I like what Paul's doing. He's comparing this to a marriage relationship, mm-hmm. our relationship with God. He's he's comparing with that. So we look at the marriage as a covenant relationship, right? It's a relationship that's between... You and your wife, you've you've chosen to be united, and nothing is going to interfere with that. You know, mm-hmm. you don't defile the marriage bed. So he's comparing this husband-wife marriage to a marriage between the believer and God himself. And Paul refers to the old testament in in Genesis two, where he's talking about a man leaving his father and being united with his wife, become one flesh. Well, he's also saying, well, now if you unite with God, you're becoming one in spirit. But if you, if you <clears throat> unite with a prostitute, you're not only committing a sin with this person, but you've now defiled yeah. the covenant relationship. Mm. So it affects more than just your own choices. It affects the others around you. Yeah. So.
0: so what does that mean for you and me now?
1: Well, um, we're talking about identity, right? Mm-hmm. So identity changes when we unite with God. Our identity changes. We step into this covenant relationship with God, and that means that I'm no longer just me just like my husband and wife you know scenario they become united they become one now i've made this covenant relationship with god now i'm you know we're made as one so nothing can separate me from him mm-hmm. i have that security with him i have that that sense of you know i'm his and he is mine but it also means i have a responsibility to keep the covenant relationship pure i'm not my own mm-hmm. so the benefit I mean, (laughs) the responsibility is a benefit as well, but the benefit is the security in Christ. The benefit is the security of becoming united and one, but the responsibility that goes along with that covenant, Mm -hmm. you know, is is essential to keep the relationship strong. Um, Because I'm bound in a covenant relationship with God Almighty, I have this open-door access to Him in the Spirit, and that's what makes me one with Him in the Spirit. And I can grow in Him, I can find security in Him. Um, The beauty of all of that is wrapped up with His love and grace. And so that is available to us all the time. My identity is found in my unity with Him in Spirit.
0: That's great. That's great. Well, thanks, Pastor Shelley, for jumping in and doing that today. It's gonna wrap it up for our episode today. Uh, thanks for listening. We hope that you're enjoying this little series where we're going through the different things that happen when you uh, put your faith in Christ. And you can do that today. You can make that decision. You can jump in and be the best decision you've ever made. There's no better time than right now. If you want to know more about what's happening here at Shepherd, you can through our website, through our social media, and our app. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, let us know what you're thinking. If you have any questions, you can at at org. But for Pastor Shelley, my name is Joey. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gahanna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.